Welcome to the Luminous Podcast, weekly meditations, readings, and blessings to assist with our rest, peace, and spiritual wellness. You can find out more at LuminousAnglican.com. Welcome to All Saints Sunday, looking at Matthew 5, 1-12. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up to the mountain. And after he sat down, his disciples came to him. And he began to speak and talk to them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. This is the gospel of our Lord. Some of you may know Halloween is derived from the term All Hallows Eve, which originated in an ancient Celtic festival called Shawin, meaning summer's end, a tradition dating back 2,000 years. The holiday acted as a New Year's Eve for the Celts, who celebrated their New Year on November the 1st. They believed that on the night before the New Year, the boundary between the worlds of the living and the dead became blurred. And during Shawin celebration, they believe that ghosts returned to the earth. There are some other very strange things that went along with this. But November the 1st, the day after this, went on to become All Saints Day. In the 1662 Book of Common Prayer says that the Feast of All Saints stands for the unity of Christians of all ages, countries, and races in Christ, and the fullness of that unity in heaven. This feast day officially dates back to about 8600, and to put it into perspective, the celebration of Christmas began in the mid-300s, but it didn't become a major feast day until the 9th century. So the celebration of all saints helps us to embrace a bigger and more beautiful reality. What is important? What is real? What is true? As we look at a portion of the Sermon on the Mount, 
we see the Beatitudes are postures and perspectives to help us embody a cruciform life. Matthew 5, 1-12 doesn't contain a single should or ought to. There are no transactional pieces of language here at all. No commandments. What Jesus does here is simply describe reality. Christ's reality. This is how his world works. This is the way and how it works. To be blessed to embrace a cruciform life where the cross simply doesn't teach us of Christ, but it teaches us how to live. Of course, the tension here is that God's normal, the way that God is compelling us to lean into is not really our own. It's not what we see. It's certainly not most of our experience. We mostly live in a world where the loudest, the strongest, the wealthiest, the most privileged get to be blessed. Our world where meekness, mercy, and mournfulness earn very little, perhaps pity and charity at best. But it's only until you experience them personally then that changes everything. When you grieve, when you mourn, when you suffer. There is a deeper dimension to our reality in the life of Jesus found in these realities. And this is what he is alluding to in this passage and in this iconic sermon. Yeshua recognized our disparity and illuminated it in the Beatitudes. Blessed are, for they will be. The language is prophetic and inclusive. It bridges the past in the present and the future, the now and the not yet, the kingdom that is and the kingdom that will be. See, the way of Jesus never stops at death. There is always resurrection. And I wonder if this is why the lectionary wisely gives us Jesus Sermon on the Mount on all saints. As we remember those who have gone before us, we celebrate the unbreakable communion between our past, present, and future. We draw comfort, resilience, and hope from the fact that countless others have mourned, hungered, thirsted, grieved in the past and gone on from their struggles and their suffering into a fullness of the life of God's presence. The saints provide a glimpse of God's already in the midst of our not yet. The Beatitudes confront the false shadow self. 
And usually the false self is looking for visibility and intention. Speaking of, you know you want some Thomas Keating about right now. I do. Here's a quote from Father Thomas's Human Condition, Contemplation, Transformation. The unconscious is very powerful until the divine light of the Holy Spirit penetrates to its depths and reveals its dynamics. Here is where the great teaching of the dark nights of the soul of St. John of the Cross corresponds to depth psychology. Only the work of the Spirit goes far deeper. Instead of trying to free us from what interferes with our ordinary human life, the Spirit calls us to transformation of our inmost being and into the divine way of being. The false self says, divide and conquer. Jesus says, follow me. The false self says, law and order. And Jesus says, listen and love. The false self says, get, take, hustle. Jesus says, give, let go, just be. Father Thomas McKenzie spoke of this several years ago before his death. The communion table that we see on Sundays is a small part of a much greater table. This table extends all around the world, throughout time and space, and into the throne room of heaven. We celebrate this feast with everyone who has ever partaken of it and with everyone who ever will. We are a part of one great eternal community of Christ. Oh, this is the spirit and the essence of all saints. And as so many have gone on before us, have prayed this Orthodox prayer, O Heavenly One, the Comforter, the Spirit of Truth, who art everywhere and fillest all things, treasury of blessings and giver of life, come and abide in us and cleanse us and save our souls. O Good One, Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. If you would like more information or ways to be a part of Luminous, please go to luminousanglican.com. Peace be with you.